Welcome to the Healthy Living Podcast, hosted by coaches Bill and Essen. With so many fitness fads and trends, compounded with hundreds of mixed reviews, it is nice to know that this madness can be simplified into meaningful content, whether you want to believe it or not. There are millions of Americans that are literally eating themselves to death, a learned behavior that has been passed down from generation to generation. Let's connect with the team that has the knowledge and experience to change this. Welcome everyone, this is Coach Bill with Coach Aston. Today's segment is regarding HIT and Tabata training. And I'm sure you've heard of this before, um, the buzzword HIT, high intensity interval training. And what it involves is you have a higher period of intense training and a shorter uh, period of recovery. For example, 45 seconds of high intensity and 15 seconds of rest. Tabata is another tier to that. it is also called Tabata Protocol, and much like the HIT program, or umbrella, I should say, it's, it takes half the time, so 20 seconds on versus 10 seconds off. The, uh, the interval training is also called high-intensity inter- intermittent exercise or sprint interval training. Um, it's a cardiovascular exercise um, that really pumps your, your – um, metabolism, your heart rate, um, and it really stresses your body in a good way for a short period of time. Um, The Tabata protocol is much like it. Um, It's designed to get your heart rate up just like any hit. It's another form of hit, Um, but it really is um, works on your anaerobic zone. Anaerobic means you can't catch your breath, and you're really stressing your muscles and for short periods of time, though. I know I asked if you want to add more to that. Yeah, um, they both lead you to exhaustion uh, because you're not using oxygen as a fuel source. You're using sugar uh, for the most part, and you burn out of sugars very quickly. So you, it, you'll, it takes you to exhaustion. And like you mentioned, both these terms are kind of used interchangeably. Uh, uh, both are effective, and they have individual qualities uh, that, that would maybe draw one person to one versus the other. Um, The way that they're similar is that both focus on using maximum effort over short periods of time with only brief rest breaks, and both have shown to burn fat, improve endurance and speed, and add in that fat weight loss. So you want to talk about some of the differences, though? Yeah. I want to touch base on the key word there, fat loss. Now, uh, true or false? I know we, we, uh, for aerobic, it's to, to tap into the fat stores of your body. Right. The norm is 20 minutes of yeah. heart rate. True yeah. or false, Tabata slash HIT taps into the fat stores a lot sooner than 20 minutes. Yes, because it's more for the advanced exerciser. This is not uh, a type of training for someone who's beginning exercise. This is somebody that may have already plateaued after working out three to six months. Mm-hmm. They've reached certain goals, and now their body seems to have stagnated in its progress. So this, these types of exercises will jumpstart your metabolism because your metabolism is so used to being jumpstarted through exercise. So in that regard, yes, uh, because you've already conditioned your body to work aerobic, anaerobic, and switch back and forth through other types of training, whether it's traditional aerobic dance classes or treadmill running or traditional weights, free weights or um, machines. 
So in that regard, yes, your body's already conditioned to use um, sugars and fats interchangeably as fuel sources. So yes, in this regard, if we're a more intermediate to advanced exerciser, yes, it will help you um, burn fat. But for someone who's starting, no, because your body doesn't know what to do with fat except store it. Right. So it's a uh, so that's a very good point that everyone should be aware of that. If you hit, if you see or are interested in hit workouts, and that includes Tabata, um, and you should be you should go to your doctor first. A, B, um, based on that feedback decide if it's something right for you. Now, it's not, maybe not right now, like you said, Esten, but mm -hmm. you definitely can get on a program to get you, build your way up. Because I really believe that is the ultimate in getting yourself in shape and staying in shape is these exercises. But to your point, you can't do them every day. Um, and this is somebody that may want to have a beginner level class, which means they're not going to do a full hour workout. They only may do 20 minutes, 15 minutes, because with the way these intervals go back and forth, they're going to be exhausted within a very relatively short period of time. Exactly. That's why I always recommend this, these types of training for more advanced exercisers, because uh, they've already conditioned their body at a baseline, and now they have some place to take it. Um, that's my personal opinion, you know, but I've seen too many exercisers try to start with this training and they fail and then they, they give up totally on exercise because it burned them out. Right. Or, or they got injured, they twisted their ankle, they strained their knees, they hurt their backs because their body is not ready for vigorous exercise. It can barely walk down the block, mm -hmm. let alone sprint down the block. So Trained on this how many years? Well, I, I've been in fitness, oh God. I started teaching aerobics in 2000, uh, no, I'm sorry. You know, when did I start teaching aerobics? It was like 1981, 1982. Mm -hmm. And I retired when I was uh, 40, I'm in my 40s, like 10 years ago I retired because I injured myself because I taught six days a week, four and five hours a day. Mm -hmm. So you do that over 30 years. It's not like the average person who walks into a class and is there an hour and then goes back. I, my job was the gym. So if I wasn't working, I wasn't getting paid. So if I wanted to work six hours a day, that meant six hours a day I was exercising. And even though in some of the classes I get them started and walk around and then start another routine and then walk around, I still technically was working out. So I overdid it. But um, I'd say at least 30 years I, I, um, I, I've been, I was involved in fitness in addition to my, my, my degree and working in the hospital setting as a clinical exercise physiologist. So this type of training is, again, that's why I recommend it for someone who's more advanced, someone who already has a, what's called um, aware of what's called kinesthetic awareness, awareness of your body. Um, you don't want to give this to somebody who can barely know how to tie on athletic shoes, who, can, who can't jump a rope, who, who's not comfortable on a treadmill, who is just learning how to ride a bicycle, who's well, never picked up a heavy weight. There's, there's different, to your point also about a beginner's hit, because hit, not necessarily, I should say, is 45 seconds on, 10, 15 seconds off, or 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off. You could have a, a minute on 30 second rest. At, yeah. and, inten and intensity is, is um, on your own perspe perspective. What's high intensity for someone who's an advanced exerciser is not going to be high intensity for somebody who's a, who's a beginner. Right. You know, that's, for someone who's advanced, 
that beginner's intensity is going to be, please, that's what my intensity is when I walk up a flight of stairs. It's nothing. Up for that. But for somebody who's brand new, they're going to go, oh, my God, it's mm. too much. So that's why you have, it's called perceived exertion. You kind of have to uh, listen to your body and be honest about that and don't overdo it. I know it says it's supposed to take you to exhaustion, but that's more for an advanced person. For beginners, it should take you to fatigue. Fatigue. Which take it long. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And there are differences, like we were trying to say, uh, Tabata, again, just understand that they're, they're identical. They're not the same because Tabata is a complete four-minute increments and completed with higher intensity mm -hmm. with other types of uh, hit exercises. And Tabata's rest periods are also shorter, uh, always lasting only 10 seconds. And other hit exercises can be longer recovery periods, sometimes up to two minutes. So... If someone's in the beginner stage, they might want to try that latter versus the former. If you're yep. more advanced, the Tabata may be more uh, um, responsive to you because it's uh, of the way that it's it's designed. Right. And the, the thing that um, we touched on this, and I asked a question about burning fat, and, and fat is your goal mind of your body. Your body holds on to that. And the order in which you, you tap into that is you have to move. If you're not moving, you don't tap into it, plain and simple. <laughs> But also, well, it's many factors. First of all, you have to have some tissue that needs that energy, and that's muscle. Right. And in that muscle, you have different fibers, short, fast, intermediate. The intermediate will use sugar. The, the slow twitch will use um, fat, and intermediate can be trained to use either or. And that's genetic. And you have to train your fibers to respond to movement. Um, for those individuals that may have always been active all their life, this is second nature. But for people that really have been sedentary since they were children, they've got to wake up parts of their body that really was never awoke ever. Right. Right. So that's why you, you've got to teach your body to burn fat because you're right. Fat is our, is our emergency savings account. It's the inheritance that you never touch unless you know you have more, more of that coming in. So if your diet is part of this, 80% of this is diet. So if you have healthy fats coming in to replace the fats that are being burned out, it's your body has no problem switching out the fat molecules. Mm. But if you're not taking in the right amount of fat, you're not burning the right amount of fat, then you have a chemical imbalance and you cannot get the results that you want. Because uh, the body will, wants to use sugar before it uses fat. It's easier to... To metabolize it's easier to store um our brain for instance takes 40 percent of all the sugars you bring in your in your in your body mm -hmm. for itself and then the other 60 percent the rest of the body has to share no or other organ in the body requires so much sugar to stay alive and to, be, to be active so sugar is very important to our body but again the body will store it if it can because it's so vital to us but the, to get back to the training yes it both will burn fat both will improve muscle growth, both will increase aerobic capacity, both will boost anaerobic capacity, and it also, it, it does save time. So someone who doesn't have a full hour could do these type of training and get what they need. But again, the body should already be geared up for exercise to get those benefits. Right. right. And then, you know, I'm not going to go into much detail of who created, um, if, if um, only because the, um, the background is... Anyone can Google it and bring it up. But the bottom line was to find a way. It was more for uh, the Olympics. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what yeah right. Because uh, high intensity came around about 2005, and Tabata, I think, was also in existence in the 90s, right. 1990s. So, mm -hmm. yeah, and again, it was for elite athletes. That's why I recommend that this is a good 
a segue from basic tra basic uh, exercise routines into more advanced once your body starts to plateau at goals. Exactly. And again, it was true to find a way to get them up to speed faster. And um, it's something that if you're not careful, you can really hate it uh, yeah. because you, you can hurt yourself. <laughs> you can, and you can, uh, because parts of your, it works all different types of muscles, types, um, and, at, and you have very little time to recover. So it, it's designed that way. Again, it's for athletes to get up to speed faster. So, but you, you don't have to be athlete as you would like an Olympic athlete. You can be in oh, Right. You can be athletic. Athletic. Yeah. You know, there's a difference. We talked to the other podcasts. There's athletes and then there's athletic individuals. They're similar, but, but they're not the same. Athletes, this is their job. Mm -hmm. This is what they do for a living. Athletic individuals do this to, for health reasons, to stay in shape, for vanity reasons, whatever. But they don't make their living off of it. Yep. So th this is for more individuals to segue from an athletic or an athlete workout into an athletic workout. And that's why I don't recommend and you don't I think, recommend doing this more than three times a week yep. and do it to kickstart or to boost a workout. Mm -hmm. I'm, so there are guidelines um, if you want to talk about those. Yeah, the guidelines, If just so you know that the, um, the intensity of the workout must reach 60% of your maximum heart rate. So um, you might- 220, It's 220 minus your age. Yeah, that's guidelines. 220 minus your age. That's your max heart rate. And then you take 60% of that, and that's the heart rate you should achieve. So your age is a factor. <clears throat> so in, um, excuse me, just so you know, you, you'll hit that without any problems. If you're doing Tabata or any type of yep. hip, you're going to hit that um, without any problems. Uh, well, maybe if you're in shape, you will. If you're not in shape, you may, you may just stop because you have nothing left in the tank. But yeah. I'm sure your heart rate would be hitting that anyways. Again, they should be no more a, – just a – not a Tabata, but a hit workout should be no more than 20 to 45 minutes. 45 is on a very high end. So you're not – it's not solid aerobic where you're doing a solid exercise for 20 to 45 minutes on, off, on, off, on, off. Mm -hmm. So understand that. So 40 seconds on, 20 seconds off. If, if you do – my hip workouts are usually uh, you do like I do in circuits. So you have four stations, two circuits. So it's around 20 minutes. And then I include the warm up and, and cool down. So it's, it's around 30 minutes total. Mm -hmm. The hit isn't. Yeah. Exercise itself. Now at the bottom will be half the time. So you're talking maybe set at 10 minutes. 15 minutes most. Yeah. Uh -huh. That's right. Um, three to four times a week because these workouts are designed to hit the entire body. Mm -hmm. And full body workouts should not be done back to back. You need at least 24 to 48 hours in between. So not to mention how much stress it puts on your body. Um, again, stressing your body is no different than weightlifting. You are, you're stressing your body with your weight, weightlifting. So keep that in mind. This is not a negative thing. Your body needs stress in order to grow. Uh, but too much stress is, is negative. Anything over, that you overdo is not good. Um, one my, my rule of thumb for, for my uh, students are – if you have to stop, don't feel that you can't stop because this, these type of workouts are designed to stress you and, and push you to the limit. If you have to stop, stop. And especially for individuals that are diabetic or hypoglycemic like me, point. this stuff will burn you out because you are using uh, sugars, a lot of sugar. Mm -hmm. So you may have to take more rests than the average, and I say this in quote, prescribed routine. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's to get it done – 
how you get there is everyone's different. Just get it done and um, you will get results for sure. But you also mentioned here about if you combine it um, with into the same workout. I mean, oh, combining that. Yeah. You want yeah. yeah, you can, you can, you can combine them into the same workout. It'll give your uh, shock factor. Again, this is, these are ideas to do if your body starts to plateau because your body will adapt. Right to everything that you do. So let's say you've been doing like Tabata or you've been doing, you know, different uh, hit routines. And then you kind of like, again, tap out, you kind of reach your plateau. There's an extra five or 10 pounds. You just can't lose. We'll combine them in the same workout. We'll give you a shock factor that will increase caloric burn and boost to metabolism. And of course, not to mention, make the workout more exciting, even more challenging. So it, it, there is, there, there, uh, there is a point where you could actually start combining these different philosophies with doing a, a, like longer and then shorter and then longer and then shorter. And that may actually take you to a, fi a, a full 45 minute workout as opposed to doing a 15 or a 20. If you can combine them, yeah. I would recommend starting with a hit routine first and then tack on the Tabata at the end. Um, if you know weight training, there's pyramids and inverse pyramids uh, way of doing things. I always kind of like put the hard stuff at the end because I like to warm up to it. Um, then I'm really sure that I'm using fat instead of sugars because I've kind of warmed up. I've gone through my sugar, my sugar stores, and if I keep it slow and steady, then the fat will start to kick in. Uh, for myself personally, if I do sh a really quick burst in the beginning, um, I get exhausted, and then I have no energy left over to do anything at, at the end. But that's m me personally. And but they are flexible. That's the good thing. Yeah, that's a nice thing about it. Which is interesting about hit and Tabata in the same sense. It's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Just <laughs> it's 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 the rest period. It's the on-off period. Is it short or is it longer? That's what makes them basically different. But you're doing the same the same basic uh, movements. You're still doing your sprints. You're still doing your jumps. You're still doing your, your jumping jacks, uh, squats, push-ups, mountain climbers, uh, jumping lunges. I mean, you're still doing the same, um, the same movements. It's just how you're doing them that's different. Right. And uh, you know, we forgot one favorite of everyone's, Aston. Oh, what's that? Burpees. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? You don't like burpees? No, I hate them. Oh. I get dizzy. Oh, you get dizzy. Yeah. The down, the up, the, it's too, I get, I get, yeah, I don't like burpees. <laughs> I don't burpee, I vomit. I don't like them. I, I don't do burpees. Yeah, burpees, uh, this is a true story, and I'll, I'll just touch base on this and we'll move on, and that is, um, it was about 10 years ago, um, I was uh, instructing a karate class, and we are trying to think of something different for a station, you know, body weight workout, mm -hmm. and my son goes, Hey, let's do burpees. I said, what's a burpee? So, that's not that hard. Yeah. It was oh. that, that's the beauty of fitness. Even any type of even the we're talking about hit workouts, even though it's a short period of time, the exercise itself is supposed to be intense. And you can make it intense based on your ability. So right. I mean uh, you could even make yoga yep. more intense or less intense. Pilates, same thing. Anything can be modified. You know, there are, are whole classes for senior citizens to do yoga in a chair. Yep. And you can build a whole routine out of cycling. There's routine yep. everything. But it might everything. I wanted to touch base on that. I always, I always, I circle back to this is garbage in, garbage out. Mm -hmm. Not eating well. well how right. do you get good results physically, you know, and, and yeah. how do you 
you have that energy you need when you're doing these Tabata or HIIT workouts. It's not going to be there. And um, you also need your sleep. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people over – health is interesting. Fitness, people want to get fit. They want to get fit. They want to work out. Mm -hmm. But they're forgetting it's like having walking on one leg. You need the other side to yeah. that, which Absolutely. is good eating. And I don't know if you want to add more to that. I, I can't really – I had kind of highlighted on it about the benefits mm -hmm. of burning calories faster so you can hit your fat store sooner. But if you have, if you're not eating well, you're not sleeping well, you're going to crash and burn. So you really, it's a complete picture. And I, I said this before, 80% of it is what you put in your body. Absolutely. Absolutely. So just again, just to reiterate uh, that, well, again, understand that exercises are meant to de-stress a person mm -hmm. but a person again if you do too much too quick too soon these types of training of hit and tabata will actually make a person feel more frantic mm -hmm. and again we mentioned i can't stress this enough they should not be done more than three times a week because they are very strenuous because mm -hmm. they put a lot of strain on your nervous system your joints your muscles and especially if you're over fat and unfit this is maybe something to do in like phase two or phase three of your overall training. Right. And here, I want to add that real quick. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, you're fine. And um, if you think you're in shape, have someone that is certified, knowledgeable of degreed <laughs> of fitness yes. determine that for you. And maybe even, and also have your doctor. Yeah. If, Wait, Dad. And we always stress that if you're going to start a workout or fitness program, consult your doctor. Why? Because you may think you are ready, but they may say, ah, you, you better start eating better, or maybe you should start out slow. Or you could have underlying heart condition that you don't even know. Exactly. You could have arrhythmias that you're not even aware of. Like for myself, I have what's called, uh, I have a conduction delay. And I didn't know that. I, here I was with 5% body fat, and I was teaching aerobics and just for fun i went in for a 12 lead ekg stress test and i mean i did fine but then they said so you know you have an underlying and i went no mm. i didn't know that because you don't feel it so you may think you're fit and you're healthy because you can walk up a flight of stairs or two or you can lift you know heavy objects and hurl them mm -hmm. but you might have underlying heart issues cardiovascular issues pulmonary issues other metabolic uh, issues that you don't know because you've never done your blood work you've never done a stress test you've never been um tested on on a more strenuous level so, so yeah yes um, so the bottom line, okay, there, of course, there's a time and a place and a reason uh, for both uh, of these in your fitness life, like I mentioned before. Uh, Tabata, again, is a great stepping stone if you're short on time or maybe just getting into exercise routine. Four minutes is all you need, of course, to get a great workout. Then as you get stronger, you can graduate to uh, a lengthier, uh, high-intensity training um, and do more rounds with more complex moves to really challenge yourself. The thing that I want to add to that is you got you got to eat and learn how to eat better because you're going to crash and burn with these workouts. If you yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to have the right fuel systems because it's so intense in such a short period of time. Yep. Your body has to be running on all cylinders to make this work. And if you have a, a cylinder that's misfiring, you're you're right. You're going to crash and burn and hurt yourself. Yep. That's when injuries and, and frustration ensues. You know, you um, – you're, going, you're taking on too much too fast. and Because um, if your body's not used to working at this high intensity, switching back and forth with all these different exercises, you will definitely strain or tear a muscle or a tendon or a ligament because your body's just not 
prepped for it. The thing that I want to add uh, that aerobic is is the go-to, and I know it takes a little bit longer, but just think of it this way: that you are you, you are graduating, you are conditioning and um, working towards a goal that is to shorten your time to work out to get the same results. So right. aerobic is your go-to exercise, even if it's on your off day. So we say what I mean by off day is you're going to do hit workouts every day. So on your off days, you can do aerobic, um, walking, jogging, or just doing a nice yoga and Pilates. Highly recommend either one of those last two. They're awesome. Um, they're usually around 30 to 45 minutes, and you will get your heart rate elevated. You will break a sweat. And the reason why I mention that is because after some eight, and we, we, we talked about when, why is a hit so good? Because it taps into your fat stores, your gold mine. Um, of, of energy that your body holds on to quicker. Um, and so if you're, if, you're, if you're tapping into your fat stores every day, whether it's less time or more time, you're still tapping into it. And that's the goal. Okay, so no matter how you get there, it's A, how you do it, make sure you're doing it in the right way, meaning you're not trying to do a hit program when your body's not even ready for it. B, I would say actually I'll switch to A, you're eating right. Because you can lose weight and you can, you can feel good by just eating well. I and mean, to your point, you had, you had uh, aerobic instructors um, that, and doctors that eat and, and their lifestyle was, was crap. Yeah. So they're not doing yourself any good. So garbage in, garbage out applies here that you first have to learn to eat better, eat clean, sugars and some, you know, sugars and um, grains um, are, are one of the top two things that cause inflammation in your body. So you get that out of your system. Let me get out of your diet where yeah. it's the yeast. Yeah, if you have too much yeast in your gut, it craves sugar to continue to live. Isn't that something? <laughs> yeah. So, so but, the, yeah. So, like you were saying about the body, your body weight. Remember, muscle uh, is denser than fat. So you don't want to. You want to make sure that the fat, the weight that you're losing, is not muscle mass. And yeah. so, if you're losing a lot of weight, overall body weight, quickly and rapidly, that's probably muscle because muscle is denser. Right. Yeah. So just make sure that that's why getting a, a, a body composition, skin caliper examination is the best way to, to gear this. And that would require an exercise physiologist or personal trainer that knows how to do a body, a skin calibration body fat test on you to make sure that what you are losing is actually fat weight and not muscle weight. Yep, exactly. Um, so uh, with that being said, uh, the, the, there is a, so many different ways to exercise it's really finding one that's best for you. And if you try to do this on your own without having any type of counsel or um, any type of, um, I guess, analysis. Guidance or gu and guidance. Yeah, some parameters to work with. You will fail. And um, a lot of people try this on their own, which for good reason. You know, I give them credit. And I did. I used to be one of those. And it, it lasts very short. And it's frustrating. So, yeah. And I would recommend for somebody, just, just like we mentioned walking. Walking is the most innate thing that we humans can do. Mm -hmm. So do, do a walk. Do a 10-minute walk. Uh, and then for like a couple of days, make it 10 minutes every day after work. And then, then take it to 15 minutes. And then take it to 20 minutes. And then take it to 30 minutes. And then when you start to notice that you get used to that, and it seems easier, then take it five more minutes up until 45 minutes. Then you can start adding intervals. It's, it's all good. It's about movement, right? It's about yeah. being in motion and 
because uh, if once your heart is elevated, you have tapped, you're starting, you're going to start tapping into your fat stores, you're burning calories, and your body is warmed up, it's ready to go. It's, it's tried to stay aerobic as much as possible. I mean, you can get your breath. That's the key. And um, yeah. you, can, you, can, you can actually anaerobic, introduce that in a short period. But most of the time, if you're aerobic, you're, you're going to tap into your fat stores. So. Yeah, and the way that I used to tell my clients is that you still should be able to talk while you're doing aerobics. Like, try to say Mary had a little lamb. Her fleece is white as snow. Everywhere that Mary went, the right. lamb was sure to go. And that's how it should be like, Mary had a, a little lamb. And every, that, no, that's, 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 that's a labored breath. You still should be able to carry on a conversation when you're doing aerobic training. Exactly. And, and if you can't, then you need to tone it down or dial it down until you can and it may take you three months to get to where you want to go. But like you mentioned before, Bill, in another podcast, it, took, it may have taken you years to get to the health status that you're in now, mm -hmm. poor as it is. It's going to take a few months to turn that clock back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, so it's easier than you think. But what's, what's hard is being driven to being um, – what's the word I'm looking well, for? Well, to be motivated. And I used to tell my clients, stand naked in front of a mirror, jump. When you land, what continues to jiggle that shouldn't jiggle, if that doesn't motivate you, I don't know what will. <laughs> if more jiggles than not, then right. you better you, be motivated. Because you know, there are certain things that are meant to jiggle when you jump. That's right. That's right. If anything else is still jiggling then, and that doesn't motivate you, then I, I, that's the thing about, I guess, a misperceptions. No one can give you something you don't already have. A trainer cannot motivate you. Nope. We can take your motivation and – do something with it. But if you're not motivated, I can't give you that. Because no. you, if I want it more than you, the trainer's not failing you. You're, you are failing you. Exactly. And, you know, it's, it's, that's interesting. And, uh, and then before we close on uh, our mm -hmm. podcast, that is such a great point that there's the anticipation, the expectation of the client is skewed. Yeah. And you can't be lazy about this. You've got to be very proactive. This is a participant activity. Yep. yep. It's not like a parade where you stand on the side and wave at all the floats going by. You've got to be on that float. Or you've got to be pushing a float. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, you've got to be involved in, the, in it, the activity. This is not something where you can just uh, have it ordered and delivered and suddenly it's yours or you take a pill and suddenly it happens. Like I tell people, exactly, is um, – I'm going, if I don't hear from you, I'll check and see how you're doing. How'd you work yeah, out? Yeah, of course. But, right. but I'm not going to say, why didn't you do that? You got to do this, you know. You already have a mother and a father to do that. I'm not your mother. I'm not your father. I'm your trainer. If I'm doing that more than once or twice, yeah, it's not. You're not ready. You're not ready. But there's so much more than that. But I, we don't really touch on, I don't really touch on the foods like if you're going to do a workout the day before, what you, what you should add, you know, modify the meal plan for that day. So that may be a podcast we can touch into. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. this does conclude our podcast with Coach Bill and Coach Eston. Until next time, be healthy, be strong, be a life warrior. Be well. The opinions and topics expressed in this podcast are those of the participants and do not necessarily support the opinions and views of the wellness community. We would love to hear your thoughts, so click on the message button and give us your constructive feedback. Thank you for listening and make a positive difference today.